Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. Currently recording this at 1 p.m. on June 14th, 2020. And uh, yeah, here we are with episode 56. Probably going to record another one after this. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but today, I want to talk about something that's been on everybody's mind fairly recently, and that is the announcement of the PlayStation 5. Everybody was kind of waiting to hear from Sony. We had already kind of got Microsoft's next entry, the Xbox Series X, which looked like a PC tower or a fridge, if you will. So we knew what Microsoft was doing. We know Nintendo is going to kind of stick with the Switch for several more years, maybe even get a pro model later down the line. Who knows? So it was really Sony was the only one we didn't know what they were doing. They had talked about the PS5 now and again, but we really had no idea what it looked like, what games would be on it, its price point, all that sort of stuff. But now, here we are in June 2020. We got a reveal of the PlayStation 5, and honestly, I'm just kind of apathetic to it. Uh, let's talk about why, I guess. But first, a little bit of detail on uh, the announcements and what was revealed and stuff on it. So the design <laughs> is kind of interesting. The best way I could describe it is like kind of a Wi-Fi router. It's white on the left and right side with the black bar in the middle of it. It can be placed vertically, like up top, but you can also put it on its side horizontally as well. Uh, and there are two models of it. An all-digital edition that doesn't have a disk drive in the front of it that'll probably be cheaper, I'm going to guess. And then another version of it that it's the same design, but it kind of has a disk drive jutting out of the side of it. It looks a little bit uglier, unfortunately. The all-digital one just looks cleaner as a result. Uh, there just really wasn't a good place to put a disk drive on this design. Uh, but it's probably the version that most people, I assume, will get. Uh, because I don't think we're quite there for the all-digital feature. But it's cool to see that they're at least providing an option if you want to do that. The controller, the DualShock 5, was also shown off. And uh, it's a bit different from the DualShock 4. It's kind of a little bit more of a, a chunkier shape, I guess. And the colors is that white and black trying to match up with the PS5 design as a whole. Uh, you probably should look at pictures of this while you're listening to it to kind of get your own impressions of the design. Um because it's so like bizarre and out there that it's really hard for me to like use words to describe it. It's white, it's black, it looks futuristic, maybe like an Alienware computer if you've ever had one of those before. Uh, but but it's interesting. It's interesting to say the least. I've always thought that that Sony especially has always kind of gone with consoles that look fairly the same for the most part. I mean, the weirdest it ever got like was that PS3 that I own that that has a weird like curve at the top and. You don't even really, like, put disc inside it. You got to open it up and slide it and then put the disc in. But, like, other than that, a lot of Sony consoles have primarily looked the same. They have an aesthetic to them. They're typically all black, etc. And so the PS5, I think, is a, a step towards something more inventive, something a little bit riskier. Uh, while not everybody likes it necessarily, uh, I do think it's at least cool that they're trying to go for a different aesthetic um I, I don't i don't really like how it how it's placed horizontally per se it just kind of looks weird and juddy but vertically it looks interesting as well um and then we got some freaking games 
that was announced for it. Um, we'll talk about a couple of those. Uh, keep in mind, I don't really, I haven't owned a PS4 for a long time, <laughs> so uh, we'll see. Um, but some of the games that they ended up announcing, let's see, we got Spider-Man Miles Morales, which uh, seems to be a different game from Insomniac, kind of taking Spider-Man PS4 and making a different game, but with Miles Morales in the front, which is cool. Uh, I love Spider-Verse. I like the character. I like what they had going on there. So uh, it's pretty, pretty hype, I think. Let's see some of these. What else we got? We also got a new Ratchet and Clank Rift, Rift Apart. I, I don't know. Ratchet and Clank looks like a cool series. I've never quite gotten into it myself. But it is interesting that they that they announced it. We got a, a weird game called Kena Badge of Spirits. Kind of be looking like Ori a little bit, but not as like stylized. Goodbye Volcano High, which seems to be like dinosaurs going to high school. It's like one of those adventure games or whatever. Uh, a new sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn called Horizon Forbidden West. Kind of changing up the location. Uh, Resident Evil 8. Or as it's being called, Village Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil 7 was pretty good. The remake to 2 and 3, I've heard, were pretty good. So it'll probably be interesting. Uh, Returnal was the one that probably fucked me up the most. It was an astronaut. And she's like riding along in a spaceship. And she crashes on an alien planet and dies. But then she wakes back up and has to keep reliving the event over and over again. And uh, kind of playing through it and exploring the world and figuring out why this is happening to her. That's interesting. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 is a thing, I guess, if you care. Uh, Hitman 3, apparently like the final one in that saga. Oddworld Soulstorm. And then GTA 5, again, because why not? We've had GTA 5 on the PS3, the PS4, PC. Why not throw GTA 5 on another system? We don't really know what else they got going on. Um, and a lot of the games announced in the initial reveal trailer were delayed till 2022 or 2021, obviously with Corona and stuff going on. So I don't think any of those that I listed are coming relatively soon to the PS5. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the actual launch lineup is going to look like when it's expected to release in holiday 2020. The big question that everybody has on their mind right now is how much is this thing going to cost? And they didn't really tell us, which is interesting. Uh, I guess they're trying to keep it a secret for now or try to gauge and see, hey, what's Microsoft going to do? We still don't know how much the Xbox Series X costs, so maybe they're trying to be competitive and wait for a price. But the estimates that I've heard going around lead me to believe that this thing is probably going to be fairly expensive. We're talking $699, $799 expensive. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really like expensive consoles. I think for that price, you're better off getting a PC or something like a Switch that has not only more exclusives, but you can buy a shit ton of games and a Switch for that same amount of money, and you'd be covered for years. Heck, you could buy a PS4 <laughs> for that amount of money and a shit ton of games if you need to stick in the Sony ecosystem. I just don't believe launching a console... Anywhere over $500 is a good strategy. It didn't work for the PS3. It doesn't work for older systems at that price point. You really have to be competitive if you want this thing to do well. And I get it. This PS5 has a lot of features. We're talking ray tracing, some crazy fast SSD apparently that cuts loading times in half, 4K, 8K. It's got an ultra 
4K fucking DVD player. So if you wanted to play like movies and shit on it, you could do that. It's got a lot of tech inside this thing uh, with potential support for VR and other crazy things down the road. Um, but you still have to make it competitive because if you keep it around $800, I could blow that out the water by simply having a PC. So I hope that's not true. I hope that's not the, the, the case. But if it is, it's going to be a big detriment. Um, and I probably won't be picking it up anytime soon because of that. Um, and I think in general, I'm just sort of apathetic toward the PlayStation 5 in general for a couple of reasons. Number one is the price. Like I mentioned earlier, that is going to be a big detractor if it is terribly expensive. I don't know why Sony continues to do that a lot of the time. Like they used to be so good at pricing consoles competitively that if you have it at $799 or $699, you're just going to cut out like half of the install base particularly. And most of them are just going to wait for a slim model or something cheaper to say the least. Uh, reason number two, while I'm kind of apathetic toward this thing, is just the games. I don't know, like nothing they really announced here got me incredibly excited or hype. And part of that has to do with like Sony not really having a ton of key franchises. And what they did show, the most exciting things on here, were just sequels to popular PS4 games. People like Spider-Man PS4, so make Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, <laughs> people like Horizon Zero Dawn, let's make Horizon Forbidden West. And then, like, other games, right? Last of Us. Last of Us Part 2 is going to be coming out on PS4, so they're going to go ahead and miss that boat. And then it's just like, what after that really gets you excited? Playing GTA 5 again? Like, that's not really for me. Like, they got a they got a Sackboy game, I guess. That's kind of cool, but it's not really, like, a, a little Big Planet-styled game. So, I I don't know. It's just nothing, nothing here, maybe outside of, like, Ratchet and Clank. And, again, I'm not, like, necessarily a mega fan of Ratchet and Clank. I just like how those games look aesthetically. Nothing here really spoke to me. Nothing here was a title I was like, damn, I really got to go out and get a PlayStation 5. And uh, granted, this isn't a problem that Sony has by itself. I think Microsoft is in the same similar boat, especially with their Xbox Series X. Um, just given how poorly the one did, like you're going to really have to go above and beyond with the game selection you have. Uh, but because neither system really has a ton of diehard exclusives to go after for it, it's going to really depend on a lot of the third-party uh, game makers, your Rockstars and your Bethesdas and all that sort of stuff, to really add support to these sort of systems. Because a lot of the, the first-party Sony stuff that they did show were either sequels to popular uh, games on PS4 or, like, weird narrative games that don't show any gameplay at all in the trailer. And was just like, oh, here's a weird world and a weird narrative. Like, I hate that Sony's brand over the past couple years has gone from cool games that you can play with, like, unique and interesting experiences to just, we're the system with all the narrative games on it. And it's like, yeah, narrative games are cool, but I need a little bit more variety in my life. I need gameplay. I need, like, interesting gameplay experiences and not just we're the system that has last of us on it or we're we're the system with all the david cage games and shit and it's like come on i need to see a little bit more so i'm i'm just left apathetic toward the whole console as a whole and the design unfortunately also fits in that camp as well it is new it is unique it is striking and i do commend sony for that but it's not something I'm really going to want to show off in my living room. It's not something that's going to fit terribly well on my shelf either. 
Uh, I do like the DualShock controller design a little bit more, but the actual console itself is just kind of off-putting, uh, to say the least. It's like having a big flashing gaming PC, right? Like, nobody nobody wants to see your your crazy-ass gaming PC in, in public, so I just, I just put mine under my desk <laughs> to try to hide it from people because <laughs> I'm trying to get work done on it. I don't want a lot of weird, over-the-top gamery aesthetics. And the Xbox Series X, for as, for as much fun people poked at it and said how dumb it looked. Like, at least it, it's it's just a black, you know, tower, a PC tower, at least. So it's not, like, totally offensive to the eyes, I guess. And then finally, the, the, the last thing that I would say that, that really has me not caring about the PS5 is just the, the, the leap in quality, I guess. I don't know about you guys, but the PS4 generation was really the first time for me that I stopped seeing a notable increase in technology and graphics and visuals. I think we're at a point where we're kind of hitting the law of diminishing returns, where it felt like early gaming, each generation was a constant improvement over the last. We were seeing these big advances in, in hardware and, and capabilities and, and game design, and we were really seeing what that was pushed to. Man, I remember the first time I, I, I played my PS3, and I hooked up the HDMI cable to it and played Uncharted 3, and that game just looked gorgeous. I had never seen anything that pretty before. Whereas nowadays, it's like, yeah, I mean, sure. Some of the PS4 games, you know, they got pretty good lighting. They've gotten pretty good at, like, particle effects. Uh, but a lot of them, like, can't run 4K consistently. A lot of them still have trouble with frame rates. And this is, again, not just a Sony problem. Microsoft struggles with this as well. And I'm not really buying the, the, the graphical leap from the PS4 generation to PS5 yet. A lot of these games that I saw in this announcement um, were either, number one, very early on in development, so they couldn't really showcase a lot of the power, or they just look like a PS4 game with maybe like a little bit better lighting here and there. Uh, and so like I just didn't really see a necessary reason to upgrade and be like, yes, finally, this is what games should look like. This is the experience I've been waiting for. They just kind of look like more of the same, I think. And, and, and that's sort of where I, where I feel on the PS5. At best, it just feels like it's going to be more of the same, more of what the PS4 did. And I get it. The PS4 was successful. Um, but outside like the design, it really just feels like we're kind of just continuing on that straight line and so I'm just kind of left feeling like I don't know this was probably supposed to be an announcement to get me excited about the PlayStation 5 they were clearly trying to go all out have like an E3 style digital event showcasing all these games and the hardware and the design and a lot of people are excited for it and you know what to those people that's cool I totally get it if you're a fan of this thing I'm not going to try and poo-poo on your parade. Like, if you're excited and you're going to buy this thing, like, that's totally cool. I absolutely respect that. I think for me personally, I'm probably just going to get a PS4 and just play some of the games on that and probably feel pretty content for a long while. If I need to play something in this upcoming generation, I'm probably just going to play it on my PC or Switch because Nintendo still is one of the only companies that have a lot of those first-party exclusives that I actually care about. And the PC is going to cover all my third-party needs in probably the best resolution and best uh, frame rate as well. But who knows? This is still very early on. All these opinions are subject to change. Again, I'm recording this on June 14, 2020. So if you're listening to this sometime in the future and the PS5 is this big success and they've 
turn the ship around and it's like four hundred dollars or like it's reasonably priced and stuff like i'll totally come on Aiden on anchor and be like yo i was wrong about the playstation 5 but my early opinions on it are not exactly positive to say the least and i probably won't be getting one any time soon but yeah those are my thoughts on the playstation 5 uh, I'm probably going to have to leave in about 20 minutes or so, so I don't have a ton of time. So I'm probably going to cut off this recording session here, keep it relatively short, keep it relatively clean. Let me know on social media what you think about the PlayStation 5. What do you think about the design, the controller, the games announced, and the price point? Are you going to be picking one up? Are you probably going to be avoiding it like myself? I'd be interested to hear different perspectives. Again, all the socials linked down below. And hey, if you want to support the podcast, help it be a little bit more consistent every now and then, there's a little support button on Anchor where you can donate and keep the podcast rolling along. Shout out to my friend Jay the Zoomster and Carrie Knight for donating to the podcast. I appreciate you boys. You guys are epic as well. I'm sure those two will probably actually like the PS5. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a grouch and Jay's going to come up to me after this podcast episode and be like, no, bro, the PS5 was totally epic. Why are you shitting on it, bro? You're just a, just a Nintendo fanboy, and I am. I very much am. I won't deny that. <laughs> I won't deny that at all. But, uh, yeah, that's it for this episode of Aiden on Anchor. I'm Aiden Matthews of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off. Bye-bye, everybody.